0: this life is all about, asking the right questions. Sometimes the answer is in my mind, sometimes it comes through a person, sometimes through an experience, but you have to be present in the moment to really catch it.
1: Hey you, you're listening to Not Yet, the podcast about our relationships and how they're the keys to our self-discovery. I'm your host, Paige Polk. I'm a community builder and Emmy award-winning digital media artist, channeling the powers of introspection you're in the right place, if you're mindful about the world you create, and believe it's possible for us all to belong. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's start the show. Well, almost. Before we dive into today's episode, I've got a couple announcements for you. We're walking into our two-week summer break here at Not Yet, which we have every season. The next podcast episode will air on Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. Rest is important, even for us, and we're keeping it moving. Also, when you come back, we will be shifting into bi-weekly episodes. Every other week, you'll have a brand new episode of Not Yet to Listen to on your car ride to work, while you're hanging out cleaning your kitchen and listening to samba music, whatever it is that you do, whatever your ritual is. Uh, We'll be back July 5th, bi-weekly episodes. Now let's jump into this episode with Imani. Welcome back to the Not Yet Podcast, the project about how you living the life that you need to live is helping us all get free together. I'm here with a lovely guest. Hi, Imani. How are you doing?
0: Hi, Paige. I'm all right.
1: (laughs) Imani Williams exists in a moment of space being received by time. They're doing their job as a differentiated piece of consciousness with one goal, evolution. Evolution. In the material space, this looks like unpacking all things metaphysical as a student, educator, and content creator. Money, I have never asked you this, but what are your pronouns? She, her. She, her. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing. Uh, what is it like to hear your bio heard back to you?
0: <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. It's uh, It's crazy every single time. Uh, it really is. Even though I write it, I'm like, dang, that really is me. So it's incredible, I guess. It's it's, it's affirming. That's the word.
1: Affirming. Well, I just said the black and white version of Amani Williams, but can you tell? <laughs> but can you tell me uh, what's your story? Who are you?
0: So dang, what is my story? Honestly, I um, I like to to describe myself as a living science project. Uh, I am very much. I have an idea, I go and I test it out. And so I guess my story is that I was, I call it raw dogging life, not, you know, whatever. But um, before then, I had some ideas and I seen some stuff about spirituality and consciousness, and I wanted to understand it better. So I just put myself into life fully. And I'm just somebody who who operates based off of faith rather than what I see. And this is the life that has been unfolding. And I just roll with it.
1: When do you think, if there was, when do you think there was a shift for you in recognizing sort of a clarity of your goal?
0: Um. It was actually when I, it was towards the end of my, so I used to be a cocktail waitress and I'm a really hard worker, but I put in, I don't have a lot of balance. Balance was the thing that I needed to learn. And so I saw how all of my energy was being put into somebody else's container and I saw how their container was growing and how it was relying on me and then in that moment i understood that i needed a break and i had this idea to go to london uh, off of a whim and it happened so quickly just my intention and i wasn't even really thinking about it and a couple of weeks later i ended up in london i went to europe with a friend of mine and in that moment just it was all divinely planned that entire trip and i saw for the first time how i guess my abundance um would showcase for me when I just matched my intention. And so after that trip, I went back and I actually put in my two weeks notice and I honored it. And I was like, you know what, if I'm able to shoot myself across the country, I wonder what else I can do, especially after reading so many books about science. I already had this in my brain. Um, so it was just really crazy for me to utilize that um that knowledge. And I always say to know, uh, and not do is to be as stagnant as a tree. So it was amazing to really see that knowledge turn into intelligence. And at that point I was almost, um, obsessed. I was like, wow, what else can I do with my power, with my body? So it became a, it became a, um, again, a science project. How, how much can I, not how much can I do, but, um, what are the words? Um, how can I build on this? How can I build on this skill, the skill of, of, of strengthening my body as a conductor? And I always say that, you know, the, the plan is revealed through taking the next step by just showing up in, t- in in a moment of space and time. And that's what I've been doing. And I guess it, it just became um, not this addiction, but I, I just became addicted to, to finding out more. And, and that's how it started.
1: <laughs> I love what you said about being as stagnant as a tree. Mm -hmm. when, um, I live in North Carolina and there are tons of trees here, tons, tons, tons. We don't get no
0: trees.
1: (laughs) Um, but I grew up in Texas and spent a decent amount of my adult life in New York city. So not really lands of lots of trees. And when I moved here, I became very, mesmerized one because they're gorgeous and also started identifying a lot more strongly with the idea of a tree
0: mm-hmm.
1: because when trees exist and yes they're in strong interconnectedness with other plants animals life and also a tree doesn't pretend to be anything other than a tree <laughs> yeah, that's it. it doesn't go anywhere that it doesn't need to be and it receives all all of the resources that it needs to thrive effortlessly Mm -hmm. and it only takes what it needs and in being itself it provides homes for birds it provides shades for us in the summer it provides food food Mm -hmm. and fruit for us to eat and that is the way that I want to live my life by being so much of myself that in my abundance I am allowed to serve others
0: exactly exactly see that and that that's kind of crazy too because not crazy it it always aligns but something that you were speaking about in the beginning where you said um uh uh, taking a step back out of that uh, burnout state or recognizing we need to stop for a moment that was my theme this weekend as well, especially I just made a video where I said, I just want to exist. I just want to be happy. And saying the same thing about, I like that you took the, the, the tree idea and how the tree just has to just has to be, it just has to exist. And although I'm not a tree, but it's like this the same uh, process of me just being me, I always talk about. Uh, a human being being the highest degree of consciousness is when um you're taking in that information although we could do the same thing as a tree to just be to just be as a human being does require us to move does require us to to go forward but again it's like you have to move in alignment with who you are just by existing so by you just doing you that's that's what uh, uh magnetizes the oh my god what's the word the abundance or it comes off and it just expels off of you and the, the people that are for you just kind of gravitate to you. And I, I believe that's been a real interesting part of this journey too, is just how things pop up out of thin air like you. And I haven't even have to go on, I haven't had to go go out and reach out to people. And I think that that's pretty cool is just me just existing. People come to me and I'm like, Whoa, okay. Then you know when to show up and when not to.
1: Not only, uh, to like opportunities and people and spaces show up mm-hmm. when you're giving up the vibration of who you really are. You also build your own capacity for discernment to know yeah. when things are right for you when they're not. Because some things will pop up for you that are not for you, too. Just
0: check. This like, is are true. You sure? <laughs> this is 100% the universe is always testing us. <laughs> I love that though. But um it, it that then that always just reminds me when I was talking about in the beginning I said it, it was uh it became a, a science project where I just wanted to build on the skill. I believe I always say mind, body and soul. i right now I'm in the 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 lesson of integrating the body more as a tool. I always pay attention to uh it's any it's crazy any scratches or just any inklings i'm like what is what does this mean and it's it's not as if what i'm doing is i'm training i'm giving a a manual for my body like okay when this happens when i scratch my head um i'm like this is some some real tinfoil hat stuff but i'm never going to take the tinfoil off now because i've seen what it has done for me but i'll like scratch my head and i know that when i do that that it's information being received in my crown chakra and so with doing that um, I've been able to really integrate mind body and soul and I've been working more in my uh, I, I always call it the Trinity within me the ego the this mediator which is my mind and then my higher self and it's been just this process of building a a a, a, a good control system for operating in this life and I think that that's also been really interesting too. Um, being able to respond or being able to understand my body. And then when I'm put into a space, again, it's like, is this a yes? Is this a no? How do I feel about that thing? And um, in doing that, that's been able to to bring me into the present moment, being like, I'm just able to react a lot better and, uh, to, to what's aligned for me and what's not. And that that's really cool, I think.
1: I like that language, a manual for your own body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, something that I... I recognized a a few years ago is that when I feel tingling in my feet, that that means that I'm excited or happy or or both.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And I remember feeling it. Well, I don't remember the first time I ever felt it because Mm -hmm. it's my body. So it's probably been doing this for a while, but I do remember the first time that I made the connection Mm -hmm. and now building it's been very fun to build a framework around things that I have acknowledged as truth for myself and be like okay so if the foot tangling is a thing what what is does the ear twitch mean
0: yes that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is that's exactly I always say that this life is so simple it's complicated you can you really can set the, the 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 laws for yourself and be like yeah I know exactly what to do I'm telling you the things that I'd be doing it's so weird but it's it that's that's my life those are my rules and that's how life has been playing out for me is once you know this is again once you know what that tingling is you do an action and then it turns into intelligence where you're like okay when you show me that my foot is tingling i know when to move i kind of have the same thing when my um when uh when I, i do like right and left the left side is the receiving side the right side so even before this session my um my uh my right like thigh or whatever was um was tingling in my feet and i know that that's opportunities good opportunities moving forward and i'm just always like we just got to push through it the only way through it is to go or the only way past it is to go through it but because of me being in tune to my body i know that i'm okay and it's like hey this is good we do it and i it's like um it's like i've integrated this teammate uh, I'm not working alone because I don't view any. I don't view anything as different from me. So I'm like, it, even just sitting here with my phone, my my computer, this bag. Like I'm connected to everything. So it's cool to be able to see myself in in every uh uh, uh piece of the universe, piece of my reality, because it all tells me something about myself. Yeah.
1: Yes, I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A, so, a reflection.
1: A reflection, a guide, a teacher, mm-hmm. a jokester. So many jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep it light.
1: Keep it light. Um when I um I started not yet, this community healing project in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. And it began as a series of public events geared toward um queer people, people of color. Uh, children of immigrants
0: mm.
1: all to come together and heal together whether that is our relationship with ourselves our relationships with our loved ones our relationships with our enemies <laughs> right um, all through like the lens of self discovery and it's been a beautiful journey transitioning this into into the podcast and the like the courses and things that we do and I'm curious what about this project made your feet tingle <laughs>
0: um, so it was actually one like I said uh, always the line I always ask myself like what is this good and and it felt happy because when I'm allowed to um, I guess talk about myself and just my story that's when I know that that this is for me because that's my my uh, goal is to build a, a platform, a community, bring in the community, the people because I believe that we it's like testimonies. I grew up in the, from the Christian faith, so it's like giving testimonies. We learn from each other and. By learning from each other, it's like I have to be vulnerable. I need to. I need to be honest here, and you give people or the the platform that you have here, the spirituality and the creativity, and uh, uh what did what did you say? Uh, leaving the status quo or challenging the status quo. That's. That's what community is to me when it comes to spirituality is like showing people a different way of living. But I believe the only way that you can show people a different way of living is to be honest and truthful and be vulnerable in that moment and see like, Hey, I cry too. Hey, I got bad things going on too, but this is how I've gone through it. It's like, you know, we can't, uh, we can't save people, but I feel like with communicating uh, our truth in, in a space and, and just providing that space for people, it's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. As long as you, you, you've got uh, the, this 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 space, you've got this conductor for this healing energy. And if people are gravitating towards it, it's like, we're here, we're going to keep on going. And I think that's the, the really cool part, because sometimes people just and this is what I've been learning with my sons. Sometimes people just need someone to, to go to the deep end with them. Sometimes people don't want to be alone in in addressing any of their their hardships and um, or anything. And see right here, I'm scratching my my eyebrow. And anytime I'm scratching my eyebrow, it's all about uh, changing your perspective on things by taking a reference point from from from, from life has happened in the past or, or somebody else's reference point and using that reference point to help, uh, uh, uh there's these things in our brain called dendrites that help us to, uh, they connect our, our neuron transmitters and everything, but they essentially hold our memories. And when you're in a space in, in, in time where it's kind of like the same energy going on, the reference points comes up to help you move forward. And so sometimes people don't have the reference point. People don't have the experience. Everybody's life is different everybody was dealt different set of cards different levels of sticks or you know and um I I guess that's not I guess I know that's why this is important because it's like I, I like people being real just like you said in in the beginning you're like let's stretch let's you know stick your feet up I like that being weird because it's like I'm allowing you a safe space to come be weird with me and that's the the best part I guess <laughs>
1: Well, thanks for sharing this space with me, mm-hmm. being real with me, yeah. being weird with me. <laughs> yeah, um, I love the the word testimony that you use. I mm-hmm. I also I grew up in a black Presbyterian church
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: in Texas. I'm very familiar with testimonies. I've had my um, <laughs> I've had my journeys um, multiple. Um, mm-hmm. I've had my journeys with. Um, sharing my truth in spiritual spaces and community spaces and recognizing the power and and also recognizing through trial and error that sometimes I need to testify to myself first and get that story straight before I can share it with an outside world because your words are very powerful and Mm -hmm. I'm curious about what about the timing for you feels right right now to share your perspective?
0: So it's me just living in, in the moment. Something that I always, uh, I and from the beginning is lead by example. Uh, when I was little, my grandma had this cup and it was like my favorite cup as a child. And it said, success is loving what you do. And I believe that with having that, again, that reference point, ever since I was a child, I always think back to that cup. success. And I love drinking tea and everything. So it was very (laughs) prominent in my life, but success is loving what you do. And when it came to me quitting my job and understanding that I was like being this science experiment, I only talk about things that I've gone through. So some people will ask me questions and I'm like, I haven't done it. I can't tell you, but I could direct you to somebody. And so I'm very, um, I'm very, uh, not hard on myself, but I'm very on myself to be in the present moment, to, to experience the lesson. So I pay attention to my life and I just speak about what I'm going through. And so when it come when it came to the timing, um, it really was just, this is what's happening in my life. And here's what, here's where it goes. I, I talk about the universal laws, uh, especially the universal law of, uh, of, um, divine uh, or inspired action and so i'm very connected with divinity god uh my higher self whatever you want to call it i'm very connected to source energy so it's i move when i know i need to move going back to me uh being in tune with my my body and my space i know that when i get uh this sort of blurb or this this uh fire up under my ass to act that's when it happens so it's um again i guess it's divinity that's when it comes to the timing is okay now you move
1: Hey, It's Paige here and I want to talk with you for a second before we get back to the podcast You've lived an adventurous life picking up skills and knowledge so special That at times you wonder where you fit You want to show up in your relationships authentically and build a career as expansive as you are What if I told you the answers are in your stillness? Join me for mindfulness coaching and you'll learn what your intuition feels like and how to use it to build the life that supports the very best version of you, the you who's inspired, empowered, and aligned. Visit notyetseries.com to book your mindfulness coaching call with me today
0: um because again going back to how things come to me when it's brought to my attention when it's brought into my reality I'm like okay now I I wait I respond to it or I I see how I react to it petunia and um <laughs> and then I move forward
1: <laughs> petunia's right to communicate to you
0: yeah, she 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 was all over the place.
1: <laughs> uh, Petunia is her cat, by the way. For yeah, who can't see <laughs> <laughs> trying to make an entrance <laughs> in this conversation right now. Uh, we gathered today um, with like in an initial prompt to talk about your transition out of TikTok. Mm-hmm. You've been yeah, yeah. How long have you been making videos on TikTok for?
0: Um, two years, I guess. Yeah, two years because twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. I started in during quarantine.
1: Two years of creating, two years of formulating ideas, translating them into art and education, and it's it seems like it's been a really strong platform for you to not only share your learnings and the process of what it looks like to you, um, but also to build and focus on what it is you want to be understanding mm-hmm. about metaphysics about physics about spirituality about reality um what about right now is calling you to revisit your
0: commitment to the platform so when it came to tiktok i believe tiktok showed me kind of not my niche but showed me who i can be um showed me how to how I connect with the community and you're saying you're like you know it's two years of content creating I I always forget that I am I guess this content creator because what it is I'm not like thinking extra like formulating a plan I really just pop on my phone and like I just talk and so when people are like wow you you take these complex subjects and you make them so simple and I'm like I'm just talking like that's crazy to me I'm just being myself and so um I believe that TikTok definitely, it still serves its purpose, but right now it's like it, it's given me the foundation on who I am. And right now um, I'm not someone that pays attention to the trends or like posting at a certain time. And I found myself falling into that, uh, that moment of creating for... Um, for other people rather than creating in the present moment. And I was, I saw that every, a lot of people were asking me questions and, and I ended up just answering the questions. But then I felt like I was hitting a wall because at that point I, I stopped living my life. And again, I, I can only speak through my experience. And I found myself going into this cycle and I was like, whoa, I was like, I, I need to, I need to live a little more to get, gain more information to understand. And so um, I'm thinking of the song I, Eye of the Tiger. Uh, where he goes, you change your passion for glory. And that was one of the lyrics that kept going through my head where I was like, not that I was changing it, but I found myself falling into this. uh, What is the word? Um, uh, More so performative aspect, like where I was just, you know, showing up for other people. So I always like retract back, I'm not afraid to look, uh, look like or I'm not afraid to be shown like I, I I'm trying, I'm definitely trying. I'm I'm, um, you know, trying out different things, putting myself out there. If it doesn't work, I'm not afraid to, you know, be like, oh, JK, just kidding. And so right now, I, uh, I've integrated a lot of the um, the foundation for, for consciousness, the science part, to where I understand it enough, to where I'm actually able to utilize it again, taking the knowledge and turning it into intelligence. And so because, especially in the past month, um, I've been really laying down, uh, or I've been utilizing my foundation for three, six, nine method, which is the number three, uh, working with the Trinity within me. So mind, body and soul, understanding that completely. And then the number six is integrating the higher self. I always just think about how divinity ancestors, they just move mountains, if you can just integrate them, connect them. Uh, and then the number nine is all about moving through cycles. Uh, so anytime I catch myself in a this perpetual cycle of, of suffering or just questioning myself, I'm, I, I know when to pull myself out into observer mode, look at my life, at the overarching picture of what's going on right now and being like, what's the best way to move? And so when it came to to TikTok and me, uh, um, when it came to my moment right now and looking at my life, I pulled back and I was like, where am I putting too much energy where it's not uh, uh, being... Not that it's not being received, but it's not growing where it needs to grow, or whatever. And uh, I realized that what I really like to do, I, I want to get back into the creative part of of of, of my passion. Um, and you, again, with the the idea of. Um, of the not yet community. It was kind of like I was leading up to this, especially with this podcast. It was like, dang, I, I feel like I've been developing the skills to get back to that. And that the creative part is the most important part. Cause that's the, the part that makes you unique. That's the part that makes me authentic to where it's like, oh, you're, you're niche who you are. It's just me existing, being me. And I realized that I wasn't showing my true signature, uh, my true expression of who Imani was with just TikTok. I was like, no, I, I'm much more on it. So so people will talk to me and um, and, and they'll be like, oh, you know, you're, you're doing good. And I'm like, I'm pretty hard on myself where I'm like, no. I'm, and it's not that I'm not doing good. It's just, I realized that I not could do better, but I'm like, this isn't fully me. And mm. so I saw that, Uh, sometimes it's just you I needed to shift my focus what's the best uh conductor for for what I'm trying to to bring forward and so with YouTube I I like to bring in that more poetic aspect of of the complex ideas and I believe that's why people gravitate towards me or you know they say that you take these complex subject yeah because I'm living my life and I just want to show it in this uh theatrical way now and and uh uh um words I'm taking a pause right now give me a second slow life um yeah when it take your
1: pause take your
0: yeah pause if you need them I um it's the stream of consciousness once I start going I'm like uh, uh, um I, I, I also, and not to get too much off topic, but I do know that the moon is in Virgo right now, which I always say Virgo is the energy of the devil is in the details. So when it comes to my emotional world, when it comes to speaking, I'm very, the devil is in the details. I want to make sure that I have the right words to, to really express what I'm trying to say. Um, so I guess what what I'm just saying is I want to I I want to value my time a little more and understand where I'm putting my energy out. And so with YouTube, it's it's a lot easier for me to take these complex so- topics, and um, it gives me more time to explain myself. And then it'll give me now more time to actually sit and read books about science, the actual science part and then mix it in. Because this is, again, a science experiment. I need the details now. I feel like I've got the the nice foundation. Now I need to implement a little bit more of the science part. I can't think of the word right now, but that's it.
1: Science is a word.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. You're right. So you said that you, it
1: sounds like, What's very important to you, especially, well, always, but especially Mm -hmm. in the context of this conversation, is recognizing where your energy is going, where you're placing it.
0: 110%.
1: And also a deep and sincere value for self-exploration.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's a, uh, uh, not to like push down into it, but you you have the, the next, it's the self-discovery as a practice. Like, I don't know if you were leading into that, but that's kind of, <laughs> that's exactly what, what my my practice is that helps me discover who I am and why I'm able, why I understand why I need to do that is, is that's the part that really is important to me is when I'm able to pull myself into the observer mode, that's how I discover myself is just by pulling myself back and just sitting and listening to the, listening to the sounds. I, I, my favorite thing is listening to the birds when they're chirping. I always say, if you sit for just a moment and, um, um, uh, kind of just watch your reality and listen, then you're able to, it's like, um, what, where i grow up they, they say the devil screams but god whispers not to you know bring uh, religion or anything into it but it's kind of the same thing i feel like to really hear your true self to discover what it is you have to stop for a moment stop being in the the hustle bustle and just pause for a second and so again that was what my video was yesterday is i realized i was like i, I just like to exist like when people ask me all the time something that i joke about i'm always like i could sit and stare at the wall anytime my friends ask me hey wait, you want to hang out? Yeah, I, I would love, let's just sit and stare at the wall. And I would always joke about that. But yesterday I really sat down and I was like, I actually like to sit and stare at the wall. Like that is fun for me. I can sit down and just, and I'm I'm just standing right here for the audience the people that can't see, but that's, that's what makes me feel happy is I like to listen to myself and, and not, um, Uh, obviously I know people have to go, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about psychedelics right now, but with. You can talk about psychedelics. Okay. And in, because that was one of my first moments of being introduced to myself was through a psychedelic experience. I don't do it often, but, um. After I I became very faced with this this other relationship this other part of me I was like whoa I was I I learned the communication part of that trinity and then outside of my psychedelic experience that's when I discovered that's what meditation is that's what uh you know these trance like meditative states and and before in the first maybe year and a half of my uh, journey. I was always so hard on myself because I was like not sitting down and meditating or doing anything. But then I realized it's in those moments of pulling myself back in observer moment that people don't just do that at the grocery store. People don't just, you know, sit in their, you know, in their mind or they're constantly talking to themselves to where now I realize I I meditate you know me staring at the wall that is me meditating because me staring at the wall that's how I hear myself more that's how I am able to you know uh, uh get the stream of consciousness into it i something that i do often is um i lay on my back the be, because or i lay on my back in the morning time and i always say that you're only as good as your plug up uh, and what I mean by that is it's, I think about literally my body as this, uh, this what is it, this electrical cord plugging itself up to divinity, to my higher self, to just let my higher self be integrated into my body just for a couple of moments. Again, time is very valuable. Through time, that's when things can be created. And so if I need to create this integrated self, I have to spend some type of time backed by intention uh, with myself. And so I do, you know, I just set the intention, hey, higher self, like however you want to do it. I'm like, come, come on through. And through that, like, I'm always constantly uh, uh, integrating the higher self asking myself questions. I always say that this life is all about asking the right questions. So uh, that self discovery practice is me, you know, throwing a bunch of questions in my brain and then sitting for a second being quiet to hear the answer and sometimes the answer is in my mind sometimes it comes through a person sometimes it it, it, uh yeah it comes through an experience but you have to be present in the moment to really catch it and um so I guess this not I guess the self-discovery practice is, is learning to be present and figuring out my own way of learning to be present. It's going to be different for everybody. But I got, again, my own little systems, you know, go hiking, go mm-hmm. sit and stare, paint dry, pet my cat for like five minutes, babe, because it's always about this motion that you can create in time. And I think that's been pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> self discovery is a practice. When mm-hmm. you said when you said that um, you, you joke about, like, oh, yeah, I can just stare at a wall with my friend. Mm-hmm. I can stare mm-hmm. at a wall with myself. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about last night. That, mm-hmm. that really did happen last night. Last night, I was sitting on the floor in my living room with my fiance. And the sun had just set. It's summer, so it was. it's kind of late when the sun sets. We just eaten dinner and... We were just sitting there. Mm -hmm. We were sitting there. The TV wasn't on. We were on the floor.
0: Yeah, that's the best. next (laughs) to each other.
1: And silence.
0: (laughs) Breathing. That sounds great. And then I realized
1: what was happening. (laughs) I realized what was happening. And then I looked at her and and I said, Mm -hmm. did you ever sit and breathe? with your family growing up mm-hmm. she thought about it she's like no actually we didn't do this and she asked me do you like it and i said i really like it <laughs> that,
0: that that uh i wonder if i did that with my you know what i did too um um just recently last week i i, I was in colorado and I hung out with this, um, I've I've just recently decided to open my heart back up again to another person. And so I was in Colorado. And in the morning time, um, it was funny that he he actually came downstairs and he laid down on the floor. And I thought it was funny, like with the blanket over his head. And I was like, this sucker did the same thing. And so I laid down on the floor. I got up under the blanket with him. We just laid on the floor. And I was like, I, this is exactly what I like to do. I was like, this is great. And, um, in that moment, like I said, I, I, this is a very new for me, especially open myself back up to love. I've only had one relationship my entire life. Um, lasted four years and now opening myself up back to i say opening myself back up to love but i view love as just everything like I, i love love is the source of all so that's why i say opening myself back up to love to a person in this different way it's a different thing and so when it um during that time you know i've healed or you know i'm still healing but uh, I took two and a half years by myself. And so coming back open to it, I realized that I would always say my love language was acts of service. And um, I realized it's not acts of service, acts of service was coming from a different uh, uh, response, I guess, to my life. And, and I realized now that my love language is actually physical touch and words of affirmation. And I thought about it and I was talking to my mom the other day. And I was like, she was asking me about the Colorado trip, and. And I told her, and I was like, you know, yada, yada, yada. I was like, and, and I think my my love language is acts of petunia. My love language is acts of service. And she said, well, she was like, well, duh. She was like, you know, you, as a child, she said, you would just sit with us. And we would just, you know, your grandma would rub your back. And just being around someone, I, I was learning about, uh, 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 body regulation, breathing, just being around someone, again, their energy. And my grandma would do that. My grandma, she's a, she's a reverend. And so she would just put your hand on, on your back. Like if if she knew that you were, uh, she was like, you know, you're giving off a lot of energy. And I never really understood why she would do that. But then I realized I was like, wow, it's like this energy transference where, um, and they also have these things called body doubling, where just the presence of someone, because I read energy, just in, in essence, it's like just being around someone that you're aligned with. I always think about it as just it's, uh, again, regulating your entire reality where it mixes and mingles. And and to me, I guess that's that's been really important. And a, And I've been noticing how apparent it is in my life now because of me integrating the body more. I'm understanding how my body responds to people, how it literally is just in a space. I think about like a a magnet moving through space, how it repels the things that it doesn't need and and, and it uh, attracts the things that it does. And so that's been really interesting. It's just, and again, uh, by just sitting down and being in that space and being silent for a second, the world just becomes a, a lot louder. And I'm like, wow. And I just am able to pull messages and things from that, and I think that that's absolutely incredible, so to hear somebody else do it, and you don't even again you said you were like i didn't even realize you don't even notice that you that you do it until you do it, but then that's the part where it's like with that knowledge, you act accordingly. now, what do you do with it yeah you you integrate it into your system into your your manual, and you're like oh wow this this is very this is this is valuable to me, so it's like I would love to spend more time on this because to me not to me uh to to divinity to consciousness as a whole that's that's how things are created is is you're paying the universe with time god universe your higher self whatever you want to even if you don't want to put a, a personality on it or whatever you're paying the universe with um with time to create your reality time is again so valuable it's it's my currency now i guess is where Hmm. Now I'm thinking about uh, the reason why I really am leaving TikTok is because because it is time. Time is so valuable to me. Uh, I have to again spend time on things that are aligned. Sorry, everything's just not sorry, but this is how it is. Everything's just clicking when I'm able to to create some type of motion in in a in a good conductor and even just in me speaking, the sound vibrations coming out things just start coming again why I call it a stream of consciousness because my head is like on fire right now
1: thanks for being here and uh, articulating <laughs> the fire it's a joy
0: <laughs> thanks for receiving it I feel like I'm all over the place but you know this is how the plan gets uh, put together
1: you mentioned um how like, recognizing when these practices work for you and being intentional about them, incorporating them into your life. Can you share one practice that's helping you discover who you are in this chapter of your life?
0: So my favorite, like the, the sitting down and spending time with myself, I understand that I like that. I like to do that. So I make sure I always talk about your, you're only as good as your plug up. And so with understanding that I had to understand, okay, when can this plug up happen? And, excuse me, I always say that in the morning time at like five, six o'clock in the morning, even four o'clock, that's my favorite time of day because I, and I've said this all of the time. And again, with going back to that reference point i was like okay cool so i go outside i say that at four or five o'clock in the morning that's the best time because that's when the universe that's when the world isn't woke up yet um everybody's real quiet and you can hear things and so something that i do is the mudras uh, the hand gestures because you hold the most energy in your hands most chi in your hands and each hand represents something different as well um the thumb represents fire energy movement the um uh action movement. Um, the index finger represents air, so uh, communication. Again, movement there, but uh, mainly communication flowing through things. The middle finger represents uh, the ether, space, connecting to the universe. Um, uh, the ring finger represents earth, uh, grounding, stability, which is also just fun little tidbit, like how you, uh, traditional, you know, marriage, or you put the the ring on the. Oof. you put the ring on the ring finger because it to me it's like grounding stability connecting you to something that brings you stability and then the pinky is the water element which connects you to your emotions and so in the beginning actually of this session you were like let's do some breathing and I found myself doing one of the mudras just which allows flow between all of the elements and again because uh, I feel like you can't have one without the other mind body and soul in doing some type of connection with my body through mudras it integrates the body part to the mind and the soul so with doing that understanding that process i then just uh, uh, plug in all the ingredients. Okay. I like to be in the morning that this gives me a, a nice peace space. And so I do the mudras in this nice peace space in the morning. There's always, uh, why is this valuable? Why am I doing those things? So the practice is in setting up a, a a nice morning routine that helps me to kind of get, not kind of helps me to be more integrated. And in doing so, then after that moment, after I've done that, I'm able to kind of battle through all, all other, uh, um, trials and tribulations that the, that the universe has set for me or any other blessings um, because of that moment, because I take the time to do that. So that's been really important for me. <laughs> Thank
1: <you>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Imani, for okay. sharing your brain, for sharing your story, <laughs> for sharing your vision.
0: Um, Thanks for giving and- me the space.
1: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: You're welcome. It is always so hard, though, because I'm all over the place. I, and I say I'm all over the place. But again, like uh, in this action, I I am able to bring structure to it, to something that doesn't really have a structure, especially with me just being all over the place. I'm like, oh, dang. But then again, I'm realizing I am the structure just by exit look, you get it the way you get it type thing.
1: You've said a couple of times in this conversation that you've been all Mm -hmm. over the place. And it's Mm -hmm. so funny because my, my interpretation of being here in this space with you, I don't sense you being erratic or chaotic, or I sense you being in multiple places at once.
0: Yeah, (laughs) very much. Uh, So that's, that's (laughs) interesting to hear.
1: Uh, and when you think about the universe, it's everything, everywhere, all at once. Anyway, all at once. I like the You're idea right. of you being a container.
0: I'll, that's exactly what I think of myself, this <laughs> empty vessel. <laughs> <laughs> I notice now, especially with understanding uh, the, some astrology, uh, uh, astrological parts of myself is the Chiron placement, Um the the thing that i'm this actually again goes into what what i'm building right now i do consultations and sessions and i've been doing that for the past two and a half months um and that's been really cool building on that but i've been noticing how the reason i look at ast- ast- astrological placements people's birth chart is because that shows me the quantitative aspects of a person the the parts that are at being asked to evolve being asked to evolve um but you have to understand those parts. And there's this placement called the Chiron placement, which is uh, the wounded healer. If you look into Greek mythology, you can learn a lot about that. But um, the Chiron placement is 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 the wound of a lifetime where you have to... Um, I, I say that it's where the universe kind of shoots you in the foot, where it's like, ha, like, here you go. Here's some pain, but also heal from the pain. Like, it's doing it on purpose. And so to... To, I notice when my Chiron is acting up and just because you you brought it up, you're like, you say that you're all over the place. This is because my Chiron placement, it's, I know that not everybody knows too much about astrology, but my Chiron is in Scorpio creating the wound of control and the, the location it is, the position it is in, is in the eighth house. The eighth house is, uh, the theme for that is I circulate the, the way that you circulate your resources to, through other people, um, and whatnot. And so it's, uh, I'm always ca- not cautious, but uh, sorry, because it's in the eighth house, it, it creates a, a, a wound of acceptance. So it's really hard for me sometimes to accept that my resources are enough. And so I am really hard on myself to make sure that I'm giving enough or that I say it in a in a good way. But then I always, with when someone tells me and they're like, I don't think that, that yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, ah, oh, I know this, but that's my Chiron acting up is, you know, I'm so hard in my, I don't even realize it. And then once somebody says it, I'm like, right, relax. But that's the whole point of it is now that, because I understood that, I I am always, you know, trying to catch myself. And I always say that if I can build some type of ointment uh, ointment to, to handle that Chiron placement, that it'll make it a little bit easier. And so I put the ointment into my foundation in understanding that it's like, by just, because this is being presented to me, I am ready. I am enough. And so I, again, words of affirmation, I appreciate you saying that to me because it's just like a nice little reminder. I mean, like, it's okay, just breathe. You're fine. You're doing good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah yeah you're doing what you can it's all we can do mm-hmm. exactly imani I- hey <laughs> <laughs> can you shout out what you're building right now and where the not yet community can find you your work and uh your creations online
0: absolutely absolutely um let me let me think about it <laughs> i am <laughs> so i'm on tiktok I I do have a link tree that I have everything on there. I do consultations and sessions. Um, so the link tree is is link com slash imani y-e-m-a-n-e a r- i e-o n. And there you can find my YouTube, you can find all of my social medias right now. If you really want to find out what I'm doing, definitely hop on YouTube. You can see the true essence of who Imani is, my signature of Imani. Um And I would like to, what I'm going to start doing is actually building more of the community. So I really want to start talking to the people I've done sessions for. I've talked to so many people all across the board, and I would like to give them the space to speak about their own um, trials and tribulations, their successes, because sometimes that's their, their energy signature from their their sound, their voice is going to connect to somebody else. And, you know, that helps build the community that we're all doing here. Just like you gave me the space, I'm going to give more of the community their space through that.
1: Lovely, yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. I will be sure to put that link tree and the show notes mm-hmm. also so uh, folks can check out your work well thanks Imani and whoever you are listening thanks so much for being here and I'll talk to you soon
0: bye guys
1: thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of not yet the podcast is hosted by me Paige Polk and produced by Paige Polk International the show art is made by Elizabeth Olguin and the music is by Elder don't forget to subscribe here And if you want more of this love in your life, visit notyetseries.com to join the Not Yet Project and community.